State Farm Insurance knows that understanding and investing in our cultural identity is paramount in protecting our future. We know what it's like to go from nothing to something to wish that we had better financial literacy when we were younger. Luckily, State Farm is here to help with funding programs like Project Ready, which is committed to education achievement and has already awarded over $11 million in scholarship offers to black and brown youth since 2021. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. If you're looking for the most epic place on earth, let's start at the base of a massive waterfall. Then trek through the thick jungle. Then climb to the peak of a snowy mountaintop. Then once you get there, keep going. Because with intelligent 4x4 and 7 drive modes and a Nissan Pathfinder, the search is the real adventure. Available feature. Intelligent 4x4 cannot prevent collisions or provide enhanced traction in all conditions. Always monitor traffic and weather conditions. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work. In traffic, so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. I come from the school of Tupac. I'm a rival. You don't want to what? Man, that's me. me. Tell them not to ever see gross. Hold up. Taz, I want to ask you a question real quick. Let's just keep a real straight shot with no chaser. I'm going to get a little bit rough. I'm here for those who really believe in the American process. All of us. Straight shot, no chaser. With your girl, Tesla Figaro, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. What's happening, everybody? This is Tesla Figaro with the Straight Shot, No Chaser Podcast on the Black Effect Podcast Network. I am doing this live on Twitter right now. Hopefully my Instagram family will join me. I typically record my podcast on Instagram because I love the interaction with folks. You guys know I love talking to you. I'm going to shut up. I want to take some of your calls today. Let's just do what they call on the Breakfast Club and get it off your chest. I have two co-hosts who are joining me today, Linus Crowns and Marcellus. Uh, they will be here helping me navigate. Just in case you're not familiar, the Black Effect Podcast Network is a network. Uh, that is on iHeartRadio, the largest audio platform in the country, started by Charlemagne the God. I have a podcast there, and this recording will be on the podcast. I'm going to get right to it. Looks like we have, we have a terrain. 
What's up, Jay? And if you don't get my name right, I know something. How you doing, sis? Hey, Tesla. <laughs> Hang on. Stop letting that bother you. People mess up my, my name, name all the time. time. We, we know it's Torrance. Tesla, Tesla, I answer to it all. I know that everybody. Y'all need to be caught up on names. I feel it, baby. Sometimes I just get it wrong. It's all right. Torrance. My bad. It's all good. First of all, it's good to see you in 2024, and I'm glad you're dropping all the game. Can you hear me? Yes, I can. Happy New Year, love. And I'm just teasing about your name, but I don't mind. They can mess up my name all day long, so it don't bother me. But it's Torin, everybody. Hello, Torin. No problem. <laughs> I'm going to try to be quick because I'm on the road. Um, a lot of the conversation when it talks about black people and voting and what we need to vote for is led by people who are very condescending towards black people. You talk about people who have backgrounds. And you see people who might be doing a little bit better or might be affluent black who are real condescending to people who want to get involved in politics, but they may not have the background and they may not have the connections. So how can people who are that come from backgrounds, maybe they have a criminal record or maybe they've done some things that may not be perfect or they may not be connected to the wine and champagne people. How can they get motivated to motivate the people that they want to motivate without doing an end run around these people who want you to kiss me behind? Yeah, I mean, again. When you are running in a local city and I, I mean, I just get I'll use a like, again, I'm going to use a real time receipt. I don't have to guess about it. Regina Hill was arrested 21 times. We didn't sit up here and wait on nobody to kiss no behind. We went and found the people that rock with us. So even felons who couldn't vote at that time in the state of Florida, you got a baby mama, don't you? You got a wife, you got a husband, you got a mama, you got a something. We went outside of the network. There's been this myth to think you got to get them on your side. Whatever, it, whatever you did to become a criminal, if you became a criminal, the, the honest criminal way, meaning you was, wasn't nervous about doing nothing you did to become a criminal, use that same energy and get busy in these streets. Nothing organized like I, like a gangbanger like I know, like a dope dealer that I know. When you came to the city, and I'm not saying you, I'm just using for the dope, shout out to the dope dealers in the building, out of your, oh, she glorifying dope. No, I'm just giving you the example because now my, my friends now joined the live and I, he knows, I'm always telling this. If you could figure out how to take keys and go plant it in Oklahoma City and Kansas and everywhere else and flip it and go with one person and flip it and get a whole organization. You mean tell me you can't get 200 people to come to the polls? Gang banging is organizing. Selling dope is organizing. Whatever you did was organizing. You got caught, but you still knew how to organize. So it's the same skill. It's just understanding how do I apply that same skill? Stop being scared. Oh, I got to go through them. No, you don't. You didn't go through nobody when you robbed that bank. I'm not, I'm not suggesting people to rob banks around, but you know what I'm saying. You want nobody waiting no position, no, uh, no, uh, permission to do nothing else you did. So why wait on this? You literally have nothing to lose and you might fuck around and win. Stop depending on what everybody else say you got to do. It does not take a lot of money. It takes you being able to file. And if you cannot file, then you run by getting on petition. Meaning I, I was a candidate once and realized it wasn't for me in Orlando, Florida. I got my petition signed in one night, hard and heavy bike ride and the strippers got my petition signed in one night to be on the ballot. People got to pay to get on the ballot. When you pay to get on the ballot, they tell me you can't organize. All you need to do is get on the ballot and go knock on some damn doors. Everybody want to do everything, but knock on doors. It's kind of like with kids. You want to do everything, but clean the kitchen, clean the kitchen. Oh yeah. I'm gonna do it right after I get done with stuff. Clean the kitchen. It's simple on the local and state level. You see, and that's my point. See how you're giving everybody actual things to be able to do, to be able to build on. A lot of times these conversations that happen in social spaces, just basically telling people to shut up and vote and quit asking questions because you ain't qualified to do that. And that's what I've said. I think that turns a lot of people off from even getting involved in the process because the HNIC mentality and that gatekeeper shit keeps a lot of people out of it. Oh, for sure. But I'm just going to let you know you can hop over the gate. 
the gate is hoppable. Again, in the jumbotron, when when you tell me it take 5,000 people to get a Compton mayor elected and 80,000, 80,000 people live in Compton, you mean tell me, MCA, we can't get 5,000 people to rock with you? Of course we can. Of course we can. So it's just giving people the game, but you got to be willing to take the game and roll with it. If Inglewood, if Inglewood can be an entire blood organization and you can have thousands of people under the bloodline, then you tell me you can't get 200 of them to show up at the polls. They run through a wall for you. They can't do that. And get some real power. That's what the mafia does. So it's just giving the game, but you can't be scared about this either. But it also takes you working and working on the ground. It ain't by this damn talk. And and you're right. A lot of people, the gatekeepers tour, and they do say that. But let me speak to the other side to keep it balanced. A lot of these people y'all listening to on these podcasts, they ain't never ran no race. They just sit up and talk about the gatekeepers all the time. But how many races, though, have you won? They ain't never ran no race either. So although they're, in, they're although they're talking about the gatekeepers, they ain't went and knocked on nobody's damn door. So they ain't giving game either. They just talking about the gatekeepers. Anybody can sit up here. I can sit up here and make y'all mad at the gatekeepers all day. How many times have you knocked down the door, though? Let's go. Let's run through those receipts. That's what inspires people. I did it the other day on live. Well, you that sound like pie in the sky. I'm Betty Crocker. This ain't no pie in the sky. I'm giving you real examples. Google verifiable examples. It's not bragging. Oh, there she go talking about receipts again. Right. People that got receipts can talk about receipts. Only people that can't talk about receipts are people that like to talk about theories and what it sound like. No, if if you are good in the Air Force, meaning keeping the conversation going on the pod level and love. I got a podcast. I got three shows. Get ready to do another. one. But I am an organizer first. Above all else, I'm an organizer first. You cannot outwork me on that ground. And if you're not a ground person, then partner with a ground person. The Air Force has to partner with the Marines. Are no wars won. So, although the establishment talked down to people, Torah, and I got to be honest and say, those of us on the conscious side, they keep people mad, but ain't directing them to nothing either. Just keeping people mad, not giving them no clear direction. And it's because they don't know and they're too prideful to partner with people that know because they want to be the only ones that know. And that's not getting us ahead either. Thank you so much, Tiff. Always. Thank you, babe. I appreciate it. Happy New Year to you again. Jade, who's next? Next up, we have Trent. Hey, Teslin. Hey. Uh, yeah, I, you know, glad you worked on the Bernie campaign in 2016. Um, I tried. You guys were more successful in Michigan than we were, unfortunately, in Ohio in 2016. Because mm-hmm. uh, I remember in Michigan, uh, we won. And then Ohio was just a big disappointment. Uh, you know, I worked I worked in kind of the northeast part of the state near uh, near Cleveland, like Cuyahoga County. Mm-hmm. Um, my question for you is, because I hear like one of you made the point that there are a lot of people who are gatekeepers, but there are also a lot of people who are um, who are just criticizing gatekeepers. How do we combat nihilism? in voting because one of the things that I've dealt with even, even break it down in layman's term baby don't use big words we just talk I mean I appreciate the, the intellect but break it down so everybody understands yeah, how do how, how do we okay how, how do we come back complacency when it comes to voting because one of the things that I've dealt with when I've tried to organize in my community is I, I'll hear a lot of people talk about how they're not good candidates 
there are people who every everybody's a sellout, et cetera, et cetera. And then there's sometimes where progressive candidates are not given the support that they need to be given. I mean, I think about, I, I don't live in Cleveland, but I think about someone like Nina Turner who ran on what a lot of people on here would would say is a good platform. And in a city, in a district of 300, 400,000 people, only 22,000 people voted for her. So I guess that's that's my question because there is a lot of talk about how we need better representation. And then some of the people that run are not supported like they need to be supported. I mean, yeah. I didn't, I wasn't involved in Marcel Dixon in South Carolina, but for all the talk about reparations on here, you would think that someone like that would get more support. So that that's my question. Mm-hmm. Great question. Well, I actually was Nina Turner's director of communication. She's a personal friend of mine. And I'm gonna give you the hard stone cold truth. Um, Nina left Cleveland and went national. And although she came, she got very close the first time, and a lot of people did raise money against her. But again, Rashida's lead, they raised a lot of money against her too. But Rashida's lead was on the ground. Uh, Nina was running in a moderate city that voted 70% Joe Biden. You people on Twitter can't win nothing for nobody in Cleveland. Even though it's a Congress, a congressional seat, a federal seat, it's still local. It's still about getting 30,000 people to the polls. And although she was very close, she had not been working on the ground for six years. So even though she was more dynamic, even though she had a better platform, even though all of these things, at the end of the day, she ran against somebody that was a Democrat chair. She ran against somebody that was literally sitting in the city council seat who was not as dynamic as her. But that was the people that was that was the one that was kissing hands and shaking babies while she was on the campaign trail. That shit matters. That's a part of the calculus. And she's a very close friend of mine. And she wouldn't like she don't like it when I say that. But that's just the real. That's just the real deal. At the end of the day, on the oh, they should be able, y'all can't tell Cleveland how to um how to run their city. Seventy percent of them people are moderate. You progressives can't tell them shit about that. They don't even like you progressives. Nina need to be running in California. I, matter of fact, I told her that today. She be running where they rock. You go, you go run with people rocking with you. You don't go force no no man or no woman begging no woman. You know damn well at your league. How many of y'all follow the woman at the club? When y'all go to the club, I like to give these type of analysis because I know it relates to people. When you go to the club, you know damn well that woman at your league. Now, sometime every now and then, you might shoot your shot. Maybe you're lucky. But let's just keep it real. Brothers, put a 100 if you agree. In the club, you're going to go with the low-hanging fruit. I just want to see how many of y'all are going to keep it real. Put a 100. If you're trying to take something home tonight, you know damn well you ain't going to the finest one in the club. You're going to the low-hanging fruit. Do I got anybody that's going to be a witness and tell the truth? Some of y'all lying. Torin, you lying. Because that one day when you said on your thing, see, now I got to bring up receipts. When you said something one day, because I remember talking to you about it, you were saying something about not approaching a woman because something. And don't make me pull up the receipt. Because I remember. That's right. That's right. You said if you don't approach, you don't approach women. If you ain't dressed, so why would you just put a thumbs down? So if you ain't dressed right in the club, you said you don't approach women. If you dress. And I was like, Torin, you a handsome man. You different than the gangsters. I don't give a damn. They approach you butt naked. They don't give a shit what, what they got on. So. Put the thumbs up to him because if you feel like you're not in the best position, you ain't going to approach nobody. Why? Because you live in Atlanta. You know them brothers be dressing sharp. So you only going to come with your best game, correct? Absolutely. Okay, then. So I don't know why you put it. Uh-oh, y'all. Torin th- didn't think I remember when he posted that. Put a 100. Put a 100 if, if y'all believe that Torin didn't believe I was going to pull that receipt. See, I stay. <laughs> Torrin didn't think I remembered that receipt. But Torrin said, because I, I reached out to you. I went out my way to say, what you mean? Yeah, if, I, if I'm not on my shit, I'm not going to approach her. Because I want to make sure I'm a, I want to make sure 
that I'm on top of my game so I won't get rejected. Because guess what? Men don't like being rejected. Now, the men that I know in L.A., they don't give a damn what they looking like. They don't give a damn if you Beyonce, if you whoever. Hey, what's happening? What's happening, mom? They don't give a shit. So regions got a lot to do with it, too. But we can table that and have that conversation another day. But the point is, when you're in the club, you either going to go towards the low hanging fruit. If you know you ain't on your shit and you're trying to take something home tonight. Or if you're trying to get the baddest in the club, you're going to make sure you on your top tier, depending upon your region. So what I'm saying to that is stop talking to people that don't want to fuck with you. You spend too much time talking to people that don't want to fuck with you. Using the example, it's 80,000 people using the Compton, uh, California example. Why are you talking to the same 5,000 people over and over? One thing that the establishment does when they go in the voter action network, they go to the super voters. They only talk to their voters that they know are going to vote for them. That's why when y'all think y'all saying something by saying y'all going to stay home, let me give you news. Let me give you some breaking news to those who actually worked on the campaign. You are helping them out with that. Uh, we just going to stay home. Guess what? It's always more people that stay home than it is that show up. You are not helping at all. Not at all. In fact, it makes it easier for me to get 51% because if you stay home, now I only got to find 500 people. I don't have to find a thousand. The trick to it is, Torrin, and those of y'all and who are listening that think y'all be saying sometime that y'all staying at home, the trick to it is running a candidate to split the vote. Get anybody to do it. Grandma, uncle, whoever. Put them on the ballot. If you want to stick it to somebody, that's what you do. You make them work harder. Using the example I gave you. 2,300 people showed up. They put it back in the jumbotron so they can see it. Look at the city of Compton primary uh, nominating election. 2,300 people showed up for Christine. Then after that is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Nine other people ran. The person at the bottom, Elijah, had 43 people show up. That 43 people showed up, that hurt Christian at the top. 43 people staying at home don't hurt uh, uh, Christian. I mean, uh, staying at home, but 43 people, 43 people that voted for her, voted for uh, Elijah, that actually hurt Christian. So y'all not saying nothing when y'all say, I'm just going to stay at home. Those are people that have never had to work a win number. I'm telling you how it works. Randomly, just put anybody on the damn ballot. Write in somebody. I'm not telling you to vote for somebody you don't support. What I'm telling you is if you want to stick it to them, you make it harder for them to climb that hill. That's how you that's how you push the line, not by sitting at home. That just makes the win number easier to get to. So you do not come back complacency. Stop talking to people that ain't rocking with you. You go find your district. Had Nina Turner ran in California like I told her to do, like she publicly acknowledged that Figaro told her to do because that's what she called me Figaro. She would have won. Why would you spend time talking to people that you know ain't rocking with you? They don't like Bernie Sanders. I don't like Bernie Sanders. Moder Black people are moderate. They are not progressives for the most part. They should be, but the progressive movement do not know how to talk to black people. They still do that low information voter. It's ran majority by white people, and I can't stand them. So although I work for Bernie Sanders, it's a lot of anti-black. I was the only and the first staffer that called out Bernie Sanders and his racism after I did that 10 people follow me that's why B Bernie Sanders got his ass dusted that's the truth of the matter State Farm Insurance gets it representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity State Farm understands and wants to help protect our communities by investing in our future building off the hard work our parents have done before us we all are looking to create generational wealth so that our families and generations behind us have a better starting point than we did. That begins with financial literacy. State Farm helps fund programs like Project Ready, 
a National Urban League program committed to the educational achievement of Black and Brown youth. To date, participants have been awarded over $11 million in scholarships offers as a direct result of contributions from State Farm. At Eating Walbrook, we hear inspiring rags to riches stories on each episode from our guests, but with State Farm, you can begin to write your own success story. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. You know a spot, but not just a spot, the spot. Actually, with the 2023 Nissan Frontier, you know a bunch of them. But the key to these great spots, being able to reach them in the first place. Your spot is out there. Find your Frontier in the 2023 Nissan Frontier with standard 310 horsepower, advanced tech, and 281 pound-feet of torque. How do we level the playing field for all entrepreneurs? 55% of white businesses survive the startup phase, while only 4% of black businesses do the same. So I want every black entrepreneur to know about the One Million Black Businesses Initiative. The One Million Black Businesses Initiative is an award-winning program created by Shopify and Operation Hope. They're on a mission to start, grow, and scale one million black businesses by 2030, driving wealth creation for the black community. Out of 6 million employer-owned businesses in the U.S., only 2.3% have black ownership. This program gives black entrepreneurs tools and resources to level the playing field, from free business coaching to tailored training and extended free Shopify trial. Shopify's made a 10-year, multi-million dollar commitment to the program, and it's working. The initiative already started, supported, and engaged with over 334,000 black businesses, helping them operate businesses that sell anything from skateboards to coffee beans to apparel. Business owners love this program. Simone Harvin, founder of SC Creative Group, says, The one million black businesses experience for me was unlike any other program I've been a part of, primarily because it was for us and it was by us. Here at Drink Champs, we are always interacting with our listeners, many being black entrepreneurs. Shopify is one of those platforms that empowers and emboldens entrepreneurship. So chart your own path for business success with the One Million Black Businesses Initiative and Shopify. Bring your business to Shopify with an exclusive offer at shopify.com slash B-E-N, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash B-E-N. AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare.
And Tesla, the last thing I just wanted to say too is that is that is also something that I I just think is a misconception because I hear when what's people, a misconception? Be telling me what no, the misconception is. Part. Yeah, I was going to say it's a misconception when people on here act like the grass grassroots voters are progressive and it's elites that are moderate. Like a lot of black, a lot of grassroots voters in places like Cleveland, because Cleveland's not Cleveland black voters aren't aren't necessarily wealthy. A lot of them are very moderate, not only socially, like people like to talk about, but economically. Like a lot of voters fundamentally, when I've canvassed and I've said, oh, well, what about Medicare for all? What about minimal wage increase? A lot of them are like, yeah, I, I, I just want my health care to be improved. I'm not with that Medicare for all stuff. So mm-hmm. I think that's something mm-hmm. that's important for people on here to know. It's not just bougie Negroes who are talking about, you know, being economically moderate. A lot of Oh, for sure. Uh, for yeah. sure. The average working class, and again, this is for, and I appreciate having you on this call because I love talking to people that actually work on the ground. Black people are moderate and 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 largely a lot, lean conservative in a lot of ways. Black people had to work hard as hell to get their money. Ain't no, they ain't trying to sit up and give it all away to the government. That is an absolute misconception. And it doesn't mean that they're conservative. And it doesn't mean that they don't care. It's just the issues that matter to them. Yes, we do. We have an overall least of these. But I want to be clear. The progressive movement is ran by white folks. Now, if you want more black people involved, then they then black people need to go over there and take over that shit. Because right now they cater to white folks. They're no different. When I hear them talking about uh, boomers and, uh, you know, we don't like you black, uh, you black elites and all these white people to get all these nuts to talk crazy to black people. I tell my time, you stay out black folks business. You stay out black folks business. Black conservatives will deal with black conservative uh, progressives. Black cons- progressives will deal with black establishment Democrats. White folks, bur- you burners, you keep your ass out of black people's business. That's what turned a lot of people off. Sometimes it's not always the platform, it's the candidate. And I'm telling you firsthand, working on that campaign at the national levels, 10 of us that went on that campaign, I walked in the door the same day uh, Senator Turner did. I know how they did her. I know what they did on the ground. I was on them conference calls. I saw it. That's why I wish somebody would challenge me on it, because I know what I saw. And they know different than uh, with the Democrat establishment, boomers, whatever you want to call it. They don't know how to talk to black people. They don't know how to deal with black people. They think the answer is always low information vote. Now, sometimes black people just don't like you. Sometimes they just don't like you. Period. You don't know how to talk to black people. You tell black people what they should and should not be doing. If I heard that one more time about, about him walking with MLK, black people don't give a shit about who you walk with, no MLK. You ain't met no black people in 20 years, and the, and the black people that you did meet, I introduced them to him. So I can talk that shit. Now, I'm over-exaggerating, obviously. He met more, you know, black people that I was a part of. I was a part of. I was a part of. Until they value relationships that real black people have on the ground in the progressive movement, black people will never go over there. They've turned a lot of black people off. And black, it is not just this bougie, you are absolutely right. Middle class black people are largely moderate. They ain't with that socialism shit y'all on. Not at all. Because the reality of it is, it's still a lift all boats, tide, whatever shit be over there talking about. And we ain't with that because we know that do not serve us well. But I do think more black people should be in the progressive movement. I really, really do. It just ain't going to be me. I'm not a progressive. But I did work on a progressive uh, campaign. Two things can be true at the same time. Who's up next? Or did you have any follow up with that trend before I go? Because I do like. I, yeah, that's all, that's all I wanted to say. Because that's why, I mean, you know, I, I, I mean, particularly with, with uh, you know, everybody on here, you know, Torin, you like that's that's all I want to put 
pushback on because I want to be clear. I'm not, I mean, I'm lucky that I'm, I'm doing well, I'm doing okay. I'm surviving in this economy, but most of my family, even in terms of the presidential election, a lot of them are very working class. They're like, I, in some cases it's, I got some, my student loans forgiven. That's enough for me. I'm voting for the Democrats. So I, yeah. I, I just wanted to, I just wanted to add that because that's the biggest, that's one of the biggest misconceptions I hear is that black people who even next year who are, this year who are going to vote for Biden are all going to be people who are making $400,000. Like, keep in mind, Detroit votes 95% for Democrats. And a lot of those people are people who are very poor, very, you know, my city, Allentown, is, is a very poor city. And it's mm-hmm. a very dem- moderate Democratic city. So that's all I wanted to say. Mm-hmm. I'm glad you brought up student loans because, you know, in the conscious space, if you will, you know, there's a lot of, you know, forget them student loans. Student loans don't blah, 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 blah. Well, again, Everybody should be looking at, I have three degrees. I'm going to get my fourth. I got student loans. That's not why I vote because, again, I, I, I because of what I do in, in my work, in my life, I typically vote a lot of collective issues. But the most, meaning the collective, I'm considering collective. But for the most part, you're supposed to do what works for you. And if you have a four or $500 student loan, that matters. Y'all got to stop shaming people for that, too. You know, y'all got that bad. Just because your ass didn't go to college don't mean like somebody else ain't supposed to be concerned that they that that 500 is not taking care of their kids or that 500 is not going towards their rent. That's hurting them. That can be a real issue for them. Y'all get that a lot from these podcasts. They be telling y'all it ain't about student loan. These are people that never went to college. So it's very easy for somebody who ain't never went to college don't have a student loan to be telling somebody else what they need to be concerned about. You can say college is a sham. You can say whatever you want to say. But I'm here to tell you, black folks, I needed all the credentials because no gate was open for me. There was no gate. No mama, no daddy put me on. Everything I had to do, I had to hustle. So I needed it all. I needed the degrees. I needed the certifications. I needed the relationships. I needed it all. So I don't shit on anybody. The trades, all of that. Whatever it is to get you to move your family forward that works for you, the nerve of somebody else that decided to take a different route and to tell them what should matter to them. That's just what matters to them. And and but let me be fair on the other side. Those of you that got college degrees, shaming shaming people that don't, and telling them, making them feel like because they don't have a college degree, they're not equal to you, talented ten. Y'all need to have a seat too. You're wrong. Because blue collar is critically important, and it takes uh, degrees for also blue collar jobs. So again, we have to look at what works for you. If somebody's paying $1,000 in student debt, yeah, that's going to matter to them. Just like if you're paying $1,000 in child support, it matter to you. If, you. if that's something you like, hey, I don't I don't think Florida should have it where if I don't pay child support, I don't have a driver's license. They take your driver's license. When I moved to Florida, I never met so many people that didn't have driver's license in my life because they didn't pay child support. And they got two behind. They still was paying the best that they could. They lost a job. They got on their ass. They wasn't just dead, be dead situations Put them in that way. Let me deal with this because it's another. I'm just giving y'all a bunch of game today. Another talking point. Y'all talk about how, oh, yeah, they got they got motivated in the 60s to be single. I really don't want to go there, but I do got to say this while we're there. Oh, they was it. They was incentivized to uh, be single mamas. Yeah, that's true. But ain't nobody incentivized you to walk away. either. Who incentivized you? I don't know. No man in my family that walked away from his children. Can You can't make my ex-husband walk away from his child. What incentive? Can you can't incentivize him enough? You couldn't incentivize my daddy enough to walk away from me. So even if she got incentivized to get on Section Eight, 
that ain't incentivizing your ass to not take care of your kids and be a part of their life. So let's stop that blame game. Y'all love that talking point. It is true, but ain't nobody telling you not to take care of your family. That let's just keep it a buck. Men take do men do men things. Even if you got a trash baby mama. I remember shout out to trade the truth. Those of you who follow him on Instagram, he put his whole story out when he was fighting to see his baby girl. He put it all out publicly because he wanted people to know I'm putting it all on the line to see mine. You couldn't incentivize him to not stay away from his baby girl. So no, men that want to be in your children's life, you will be in your child's life come hell or high water. If you got to go to court, if you got to do whatever, you got to lay your body down, whatever. Whether you got money or don't have money, you're going to show up, you're going to be something. So let's stop. Yeah, let's stop these talking points about talking about what happened in the 60s. We talking about right now, 2024. Get your ass involved in your child's life. And it's not always going to be a two-parent household. It is what it is. Sometimes relationships don't work out. That has nothing to do with your relationship with your child. We'll be, talk we'll be talking about that on Tez on 10, by the way. I just wanted to put that out there because when I come to Twitter, you know, I gotta, I try to give my two cents on a lot of the same talking points that y'all put out over and over and over and over and over. Yeah, the white man incentivized y'all in the 60s. In this 2024, brother, what are we up here talking about? You're going to pay the child support or you ain't? You're going to take care of your child or you ain't? It's just that damn simple. And yes, women, let me be fair because I know y'all like to make sure I'm fair. Uh, yes, women, you better start going to get your ass. You should be supporting health care than anybody uh, because you absolutely supporting Planned Parenthood is not about just abortion. It's also about getting you birth control, IUD. Get you some pills. I was married 13 years. I didn't have my first child and my only child with my ex-husband. This is his only child. We waited seven years. I'm not just going to sit up here and have no baby. And, and my husband better than, my ex-husband better than a whole lot of y'all husbands y'all live with. Oh, tell them why it didn't work out. Because it just didn't. Ain't none of your damn business. But he in my life every step of the way. And better than most of y'all. And I mean, they can fix anything, stop everything. I live in a city right around the corner from them. We co-parent to the highest level. That's why I'm able to do all of this that I do. Shout out to the black men in the building that take care of their kids. And he's a mechanic. And I helped him start from the bottom, from being uh, floating all the way to being a district manager. And this is his only child, by the way. He didn't go out and have no 15 other kids or no 15 other women. He said it'll only be by one woman, my forever wife. And I'm still on health care and still on insurance. Yeah, that's how you get it done, ladies. But we can have that another another conversation. And y'all know it's true because Marcellus has been a witness when uh, he's popped up over here and said it on the live because I love receipts. This is my forever wife. So let's just be clear. I, I, I can't get rid of them. Some of y'all looking for a man. I'm trying to figure out how to get rid of them. So let's not run the receipts on that. What's the next question? We don't currently have anyone else in the queue. <laughs> Nobody else has anything to say. No feedback. I appreciate you guys tapping in. Put a 100 if you love these random conversations where we're tapping in, you know, across the board. I love when you guys chime in. It makes the show fuller. It is really important that I engage with you guys. It really, really is. Jay, you said I need to tell him block somebody. Is that person still here? Because I would love him to come forward and, and explain why he blocked me. Sure. Actually, you blocked him because I believe he was trolling. He wanted to repent for his trollish ways uh, back in 2023. <laughs> so I will get on that right now. I'll okay. see if he come through. Yeah, I'll be interested to know. I'll be interested to know why his trollish ways, why you <laughs> come before the congregation and, and let's repent because it's always love in my heart. 
and the receipts show it. Like, I love my people. You can't run me off nowhere. When they tell me we don't ran, you ain't ran me off no damn way. Ran me off what? Would run me out, you run me off anywhere. You ran me straight to where? And for what? Jason, I will say this. I noticed when you hold spaces, a lot of people be on their best behavior because I see some folks who don't act like this in other spaces, but I'll leave that alone. <laughs> well, it's, your house, it's your house. I'm going to sit on with my drink and post up. you going to sit on the name on the drink. No, I'm playing. <laughs> well, I mean, hey, and then they, see, the thing is, you got to be able to back it up with receipts. I don't get on here and just be talking and theorizing and, well, what we need to do, brother and sister and brother, brother. You got to come with them receipts with me and they ain't got to like me, but I'm going to run them receipts. This is Google verifiable shit. This ain't theories. This ain't talking. This ain't, oh, yeah, you doing it for, you doing it for clout. You doing, are you crazy? I have a contract with iHeartRadio, sirs and ma'ams. I don't get paid off no damn clicks on no YouTube. Are y'all crazy? Not at all. I'd really rock with y'all because I just rock with y'all. It's hard to fight the receipts, Torrin. It really is. It's not about bragging. It's just keeping it real. Tell when, it, when people come at me and they think they know me and think, don't worry, just follow me a little while longer and it's going to all make sense. Them receipts going to all make sense. I've been talking about the same thing for the last 15 years while everybody else talking about everything else. Every other day, they talking about everything else. I'm going to be talking about the same shit, whether it's 20 people listening, 50 people listening. It's consistency at the end of the day. And when I throw back them receipts, you can't, you can't, the facts are the facts. And you know what, Tess, real quick, the, the, the sad part is, is even when you bring receipts, you're just trying to give information, right? But for some sad reason, people will feel like you're trying to one-up them and want to argue with you. And and I'm like, family, I'm not, nobody's trying to one-up you. I'm just sharing information. It's like you said, it's all Googleable. Um, that's just a sad part. I wish we could just share information like you doing here, Tez, and and people not try to just one-up you all the time. Well, I'm welcome. I welcome the one-up. So for me personally, I welcome the one-up because it's going to take about two-up with me. I welcome, you know I, I welcome the one-up. If you're going to tell me about a campaign, I'm going to ask you when the last campaign you worked. Well, you know, I ain't worked no campaign. Okay, well then, what are we moving on to the next caller? So I like the one-up. I welcome the one-up. I like one-on-one. Let's go one-on-one. Let's go one-on-one when it comes to me and you challenging me. I don't like talking just to talk. If we're going to talk about it, we need to talk about, like that brother that got up, Tread, uh, tr- uh, tread I believe, when he got up and said he worked on the campaign. And then when he mentioned Cleveland, it wasn't nothing for him to, he couldn't combat what I said because I was her director of comms. So surely he he know what I said was the truth. I could have went along with it and said, oh man, they did Senator Turner so wrong. That's a friend of mine. I had her on the Breakfast Club this morning. I went out my way to make sure she was quoted on the Breakfast Club this morning. She didn't ask me to do that. I did that. Don't nobody rock with her harder than me. But I'm still going to tell you the truth. And the truth of the matter is she hadn't been on the ground in six six years. That made a difference. And when Trent said, well, uh, they wasn't supporting her on this app. Can't nobody on this app make her win. They raise a lot of money. They can't. They, they don't vote in Cleveland. Them people that support on this app do not vote in Cleveland. That made a difference. Rashida Tlaib walked the dog on their ass. They raised just as much money, if not more, but that woman works on the ground. Do y'all realize that Detroit do- doesn't have, Detroit is the blackest city outside of uh, Jackson, I believe. Do y'all realize there's no black representation for Michigan? None. They outworked them black folks. I know, because my girlfriend worked up the person that was running against Rashida Tlaib. Rashida Tlaib walked the dog on them when it comes to knocking on that door. So you can't just say, all oh, it's just money. How did they do it? That same organization. The same organization. 
went after Rashida Tlaib. I've never met Sharita Tlaib, but uh, Rashida Tlaib a day in my life. But I know she she uh ran circles around them them seven black people she was running against. They come down to knocking on them doors. That's why Biden better be very afraid of Michigan. Because when it comes to the, the uh, American in the, in the Muslim population, they ain't playing no games with you. It ain't just Twitter with them. They about that, that door business. You can believe that. I know because I worked in that state. That's why she Rashida Tlaib and the other person, I forgot his name. Two American Indian Muslims run, run that. Not black people. The establishment, all of them torn. They all ran. And she walked the dog on all seven of them. Because you cannot outwork her. The lady that she was running against, a.k.a. establishment, um, um, the same organization that tried to take down Rashida, uh, that tried to take down uh, Nina Turner, put the same money behind her. And she got her ass dusted because she didn't show up to nothing. She wasn't working. The people didn't believe in her. Rashida Lee did better in the hood than she did. And she was a former elected official, the former city clerk. No, she thought she could just walk her ass up in there and take that seat. Rashida Tlaib had news for her. And she's the loudest in Congress, constantly getting in trouble. When you got your city on lock, can't nobody keep you from that seat. She works the ground. Her work ethic beat all of them black people. That's really what it is at the end of the day. I know a lot of these people that need to get su subscribes and clicks and likes and all that who ain't never worked on no race. I'm telling you what it is, baby. On that damn crown. You got to work on this ground. It's the hardest thing ever. It's hard to get candidates to knock and get them doors slammed in their face. Are you talking about Sri Tenethaw? That's the only representative. Who? Sri Tenethaw. Uh, that's the elected one? I believe so. Okay. Yeah, you might be right. I'm not sure. But I know it's two. I know Rashid. I'm familiar with Sharif, uh, Rashid Salih's race because uh, my girlfriend, uh, Jay, you know Michelle, she worked on the campaign against her. So I did, uh, had a very inside view of watching why the, how that dog got walked on her even with all the money. APAC, the organization, the Jewish organization, that's the largest PAC in the, in the country, the most powerful PAC, they put that same money behind Rashida Tlaib. Go Google it. And she beat them. She beat them. She knows her. She ain't out there talking to people that don't rock with her. She's talking to the people that rock with her. That's the key. And they got that shit on lock in Michigan. And that's why. And that's why you don't have any black representation in Michigan. So, yes, people supported Nina Turner financially, but they did not live in the city of Cleveland enough. And she did very well, honestly, in my opinion, better than what I thought. Because that district votes 70 percent Joe Biden, period. Now, go run her in California. Y'all encourage it. I told her, go to California. You win right out the gate. You want to be in Congress so bad. I think she's better, more effective outside of Congress, but that's just my personal opinion. Um, let me unblock uh, whoever. Um, um, let me unblock. I got it now, Jade. Okay. And then next up, we have Immortal Melanin, followed by Rhino. And I've unblocked the person to come before the congregation and um, on their trollish ways. Because, by the way, I don't even know these people that was trolling and making diss records and all this old bullshit. I don't give a shit about what y'all talking about. I done ran, ran, uh, won three awards since then. United States Department of Congress, UCLA, Black Law Students, Chase, Minority Entrepreneur of the Year. I don't give a shit about them disc records. You can run them back. Back, back, send it to me. I'll put a high 16 on it. Be more strategic and say, hey, Tess, can you get on it with us? I'll get on it with you and we can do it back and forth. Hit them up. I can't rap, by the way. 
if you like what you heard on Straight Shot No Chaser, please subscribe and drop a five-star review and tell a friend. Straight Shot No Chaser is a production of the Black Effect Podcast Network and iHeartRadio. I'm Teslin Figaro, and I'd like to thank our producer, editor, mixer, Dwayne Crawford, and our executive producer, Charlemagne Nagat. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. State Farm Insurance knows that understanding and investing in our cultural identity is paramount in protecting our future. We know what it's like to go from nothing to something to wish that we had better financial literacy when we were younger. Luckily, State Farm is here to help with funding programs like Project Ready, which is committed to education achievement and has already awarded over $11 million in scholarship offers to black and brown youth since 2021. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. If you're looking for the most epic place on earth, let's start at the base of a massive waterfall. Then trek through the thick jungle. Then climb to the peak of a snowy mountaintop. Then once you get there, keep going. Because with intelligent 4x4 and 7 drive modes and a Nissan Pathfinder, the search is the real adventure. Available feature. Intelligent 4x4 cannot prevent collisions or provide enhanced traction in all conditions. Always monitor traffic and weather conditions. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work. In traffic, so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.